In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What a beautiful day to come before God's holy altar, to be reminded and to declare that the Lord is God in the heavens above and in the earth below, and there is no other. And that this one, the Lord God of the heavens above and the earth below, is not a static creature who simply hurls creation into being, but is the communion, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the perfection of love itself, which pours out from itself all things into being. That is what we recall in our mind. That is what we do when we sign the cross at the start of Mass and all the sacraments, before grace at meals, when we bless our children before they go to bed, when we consecrate our work to God. Maybe we're doing our assignment, we make a little mark of the cross, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the start of our papers, whatever it may be, this opportunity to know that we love all things in God because all things flow out the dynamism of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and we confess it, knowing that is how we were baptized into that life of power. This living dynamic, who is, who was, and is to come. All the building and all the destroying, all the birthing, and all the dying, all the planting and all the harvesting until the end of all things lives within the heart of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I had a short, small icon of this this past Friday. I was taking the flowers off the altar. And you might remember last weekend was Pentecost. We had some extra ones on the altar. Beautiful white, beautiful deep red roses and it was like a, a kind of a sorrowful thing right because these flowers were very beautiful but it was right to take them off because number one you know cut flowers sinking water start to get a little bit of a funk after a while because they're decaying the sweet smell of the flower starts to fade and the rot sets in when you got a little closer you could see those beautiful wrapped roses were starting to turn brown and crinkly and bend in on themselves. All the lovely white array of flowers, some of them were starting to wilt, and that brown and gray tinge set in on the edges. They were dying. And you, can, you have that almost elemental sadness of this beautiful thing passing. It reminded me of something St. Augustine said. He said, you look out until he read this huge list of beautiful things in the world, and they said, you look out and these things cry, look at us, we who change, decay, and die, are we not beautiful? How much more beautiful is the one who does not decay and does not change? The truth of the revelation of the Trinity, the power of the dynamism of life in every single thing that we do, reflected in all of creation, that unfolding of creativity and love, which is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, seen in the flower or the family, the work or the suffering, the pain 
in the joy, all these things that change. Are we not beautiful? And yet we die, but not without hope. For we live in the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, the unchanging and the undying. And so with great power, with great simplicity and great confidence, we can really do nothing other than make disciples of all nations. We come now to worship. Behold, he is with us into the end of the age. And maybe there are spaces in our hearts for doubt. But after we worship, we cannot do anything but hear the clarion call to invite all into that dynamic of life. Go make disciples of all nations in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all he has commanded until the end of the age. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.